Hello everybody, welcome to the What Are We Doing Here channel. I'll be interviewing people from all over, from different backgrounds, upbringings, and different professions. Hope you guys like this as much as I like making them. Check out the About Me section below for all the links, and have the best day. See you, legends. Okie dokie, let's uh, manage right a bit late. I'm gonna read this out while we wait. <coughs> She's fucking useless. All right, uh, I don't know why I did this, but I figured it'd be a, a funny idea to get a sponsor, so I picked one at random. Uh, I'm getting paid a dollar for this, I think. Uh, let's read this out. With the new year, it's an excellent time for a fresh perspective into your life. Are you really following your happiness? and most fulfilled path. Astrology and numerology can be excellent tools for self-awareness and self-discovery. Learn more about your psychological tendencies, personality traits, and life direction. A natal birth chart analysis is approximately 65 pages around your unique birth chart. Very in-depth and easy to understand. A blueprint for your life. Learn more details at trulydivine.com. All right. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, and let's see if we can get Maddie. Oh, hey. There she is. All right, you need to click the uh, the video button in Discord. Oh, how do I do that? It's just uh, right at the bottom of the thing. It just says, just says video. Okay. Yeah. What's oh. going on? How are you? I'm really good. Sorry I'm a bit late. You know what? It's, it's uh, <laughs> what is time? Time is a, a social construct. Or something, right? That's what I believe. That's exactly right. It's right, you know. Who made up time? I, I sure as hell didn't, uh, and I don't agree I just, with it. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with it either. So this is doing a twirling thing. Is that what the it's supposed to be doing? Yeah. So did you hit the video uh, thing at the bottom? So it says. Um, so yeah. see, see where it says general and the Maddie and then Josh and then it says video connected. Little video button will turn your camera on. There she is. Oh, you can see me. All right, so just give me a sec. I gotta, uh, I gotta adjust all of this. But we can have a, a bit of a, or you could do like a, somewhat of an introduction to yourself. Tell everybody what you're about. Um, I'm still deciding what I'm about, but um, my name's Madeline, and I currently do biofield healing and astrology. Um, work for myself. Um, also do retreats for women and just random stuff actually i do a lot of random things for women we'll do meditation circles and retreats and ceremonies and do lots of collabs with people um but yeah started working for myself full time um i think it was may may this year which was a bit of a it was like a kick in the butt everything was sort of pushing me to do it so i did it and um yeah it's been awesome and now i'm stuck in victoria at the moment <laughs> Yep. I'm actually usually in WA in the middle of the desert. And um, 
Yeah, it's been a strange change, but I've been here because my granddad recently passed. Oh, sorry um, Which was, yeah, it was, it's been a pretty tumultuous couple of weeks. I can um, yeah, and the funeral's on Monday. So I've just, yeah, been here for my nana and yeah, it's been wild. It was, uh, it was definitely one of those years, uh, Oh, wow, yeah. Um, I don't think there's any other way to describe last year, but it was just, it was it. Was it. Uh, yeah, it was. it was it. It's done now, hopefully. Hopefully it's... Hopefully it's, <laughs> it's definitely not done. <laughs> hopefully it's finished. Uh, what, what makes you say that? What makes you think it's, it's not over? Um, um, well, the astrology of it really shows that we're in for a wild ride for the next probably two, three years. Um, so yeah, that, you know um, what, having you on yeah. has just made my day so much better. Thank you, Maddie. Um, <laughs> right. So, uh, so since, like I've known you for a while, uh, sorry, I'm, uh, I'm really, I'm very tech illiterate, uh, and I'm just trying it's to figure fine. this out, but I'll get I'm it just, done. So, I'm just looking at a twirling some twirling boxes. Yeah, so don't worry about that. So, uh, so with the with this is like what you see on the 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 through Discord is not what we're what we're showing live on the on the stream. Oh yeah, cool. Um, so all right, I got a little Discord here. We'll just make it so it's just you. Nobody wants to see two of me <laughs> ever. Um, all right, yeah. So explain this to me. Explain the astrology behind it. Like I'm I'm genuinely curious about it. And I'm, so, a big, I'm a big dummy when it comes to it. I love astrology. Like it's been, I mean, I remember when I was in high school, I used to um, get, you know, those little um, things that you would get on in like the paper and it was like um, Libra, um, yep. your month is going to be, yeah. So I like would write those out for people in like, I don't know, year eight or something and write them out for people and like give it to them. And then when Facebook was a thing in like, was it like 2007 or 2009? Whenever yep. it started, I started actually sending people their uh, monthly or weekly horoscope or something on their page and more people would ask for it. It was like this weird um, informal subscription service. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it's like it's been a big part of my life and then I dived into studying it a bit further probably five years ago yep. and it's been one of those things like I um, always go to astrology over going to like psychic readings and stuff like I know a lot of people like when they're kind of um, well a lot of people that I know probably not who you know but a lot of people that yeah. um, I'm kind of around my kind of group of people when they um, are unsure about what they want to do in their life they'll go to a psychic and I used to go to psychics all the time I loved them yep. vibed off them hard Um made a lot of decisions based on what they said but I've started going to astrology because I like the science that backs it and I've yeah. had so many things where it's confirmed it and um such as sorry just a... such as yeah oh, like so what, like what is what is predictions confirmed? so I'll, I'll do like horary charts and I'll do like prediction predictions as to like um, if I get a job or if I'm going to move or what time something, a parcel is going to arrive or um, like little stuff like that. Like you can kind of predict like the smallest and biggest things. Yeah. Um, so I've had like multiple kind of confirmations from like, it's mostly little stuff, I guess, like um, when, when things are going to come through or when I'm going to um, yeah, get a job or if I'm, 
um, I don't know, whether a date's going to be good, for instance, or, you know, things like that. Like I'll always look at astrology. Um, But, yeah, so with 2020, um, I looked at it at the start of, no, at the end of 2019, and I was seeing all this because I don't, I'm sure you, I, I don't know whether you have, did you hear of the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction that happened? I, uh, I don't, I don't fuck with that. I don't, uh, I don't usually get down. It's, I was very skeptical, uh, originally. Um, I, I study like psychology, so I have to like put like a, like a definitive answer on things. Right. And I had to, yeah, yeah. and that's how my brain sort of processes things. But Most did, guys do. You'll but I did go to a psychic and they fucking knocked it out of the park. And like that, it's, it's even like up, up to now, like even me doing this, they suggested that I'd be doing stuff like this. And I was like, no way. There's no fucking way. Yeah. Because uh, like when uh, the time that I saw them, I was like a completely different person. I was like PTing. I was working at like a, this super rough gym and I was like, I don't know. I was very like consumed by like consumerism. At, at its at, at its peak, you know, I just I wanted nice yeah. things. I just wanted to make a ton of money. Uh, so when they were like, "You're just gonna like your life is just gonna fucking flip," and uh, <laughs> like you'll be you'll be you'll be doing like this sort of public speaking type, like talking to people, uh, I was like, "There's no fucking way." Um, so uh, I don't I don't understand it. So I don't look into it. But it's uh, there's a part of me that always believes it. Yeah. And I think that's uh, that sort of it resonates with everybody, whether they want to admit it or not. Um, but yeah, that's I don't understand the Saturn and Venus and a lot. Of <laughs> like, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand what it means. So I think you know I think that that's the point. I think it's like I feel like the wiser we become, the more we realize we don't know shit. And yeah. I I tend to. Um, gravitate towards people that do really admit I know nothing because I'm like these people are so fucking intelligent yeah. like I know straight away are we allowed to swear on this sorry swear up a storm yeah right. um, um yeah sorry keep going yeah um yeah I just wanted to just check your audience there um yeah so I um yeah I I gravitate towards those people because I know that they've obviously gone down down those different avenues and realized we really don't know much at all and the science at the moment like science is a thing where it's like there's always going to be progression and there's always going to be new things that we're going to be finding and any scientist that says this is the fact and this is all we know isn't a good science scientist to me because they're not willing to um be okay that there's things that out there that they don't know and therefore there's space for more research and more progression so i reckon there's always going to be like while we live on the planet we're always going to know not everything you know we're we're always going to be in a state of not fully understanding yeah all the bits and pieces and um but do you like like, do you think that's that's once again I, i think um humans have a tendency to to box things very quickly like you said and then uh, totally. once again we box things in the unknown and then then we start to like eventually boxing in in the spiritual or yeah. it's, it's out of this world or, or whatever do you think it's just like we're boxing it because we don't fully understand ourselves yeah well i think like you'd probably know the psychology behind it i reckon it's like um a fear of the unknown and from what I've seen, like, because I'm obviously pretty out there, as you see, mm. um, very unique, and I'm definitely the black sheep in my family. Um, and when I put forward different concepts or ideas or things that are different, um, 
what I get back, I can really feel is that if they question that one thing, whatever I'm speaking about, they then have to question everything in their life. Yeah. And that is huge for people because they're holding on to this concept of what life is and what they're here to do and what they're spending all their time doing. And if they let go of that, they've got nothing. And so it's really scary for them. And I think it's more the fear of not just being wrong in that place or aspect of whatever I'm bringing up, but actually being wrong about everything in their life. And I yep. see it. And I used to really push it because I'm like, I'm one of those people that just, I kind of get under people's skin. I'm like, yeah, just like keep kind of pecking at them about different things. Um, But I really stepped back now and I kind of just plant seeds and then I'm just like, that's all I can do. Everyone has their own journey. And, um, you know, I, I feel like the the way that I see life now is so fulfilling for me and I want to take people in into that space because I'm like it's like magic here like you don't want to be anywhere else because it's so magic yeah but I get it why people don't want to like I can um, understand that like yeah. um I, I was I was speaking to a friend about it yesterday um and it's uh the only problem I have with it is once uh it's people always refer to it as like a rabbit hole like we're going down the rabbit hole uh, in regards to like finding the truth or whatever. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's always like, like I said, there's an aspect of, of, uh, of excitement when you first start to dig and then it becomes absurd. Uh, the more you dig. <laughs> it is, it is um, absurd down there. <laughs> but then it's, it's immediately reinforced by, uh, these social groups as humans. We, we, we need to feel interaction. We need to have these, these social groups and social structures. And then within those groups, you have a, a social currency. Um, yes. So at, at, at all ends of it, there's like, right, your social currency comes from your job, uh, how you look, uh, who, you, who you make friends with, and then the, the knowledge that you have. And I find in some of these groups, so I've had a look mm-hmm. through your page and then I, I had a dig. Like I, I went to like the, the far reaches of it. And once again, it's... Like you said, there's 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 no certainty in particular things, but if you look at the the, the fringes of it, um, you have to wonder why these people are coming up with it, right? So it's mm. um, like for for instance, let's let's jump on your your page for a little bit. I think the first thing that comes up is the five G thing. Give me a run. Like I've I have my opinion on it. But why? Yeah, sure. Like, um, what is the go? Like, I feel I'm, like I, I really hate that we've left the conjunction thing, but I'm just going to side park that. Yeah, no, we we'll come back. back to we'll, we'll see you back in um, <laughs> um, 5G. So I, you know, at the, I didn't really get into it. Um, it was always something that was spoken about in a lot of, like, the health, alternative health worlds that I was a part of. Um, and obviously I've always, like, I've kind of grown up with a very alternative kind of, even though my mum's a midwife and nurse, she's always been quite alternative in how we deal with illness and stuff. Right. And I've always kind of had that mindset, but I never went down the road of 5G and looking into it because I didn't really understand it. There was a lot of like, I don't know, there's a lot of science behind it and the waves and the charts kind of confused me a little bit. I didn't want to get into the midst of it because I, I just couldn't understand it. And to be honest, it was one of those things that where it was like I was fearful of it because I was like, if I know all these different things, what does that mean? Because there's nothing I can do about it. So I didn't really get into it. Um, and then I think it was the start of last year, um, 
when all this stuff happened with um, the virus and everything, um, there was a few people that I'd been um, following and, and were friends with that started speaking about 5G and the different um, corresponding symptoms with the virus and 5G. And I was a little bit sceptical to begin with um, because, well, not sceptical, like more like I don't want to get in that space. I'm like, I like it in my kind of astrological spiritual world and I, you know, I, I love alternative health, but that whole area with the radiation, like it was, it's a lot. Like there's, you can go so far down that hole with even the Spanish flu and all the different viruses that have happened and the correlation between radiation increase on the on the planet. It's like wild. It's too much for me. But I, um, I started to research some things and I did an article, I eventually did an article on, and it was a non-biased article. I studied journalism. So it was like I put my journalism hat on and I did an article that was referencing um, different things and kind of spoke about 5G and how there was that correlation between it and the um, um, the cruise ships because what was happening with the cruise ships was really interesting because they'd also um, started wearing these medallion things um, that were on their neck, which were obviously this connection to the 5G smart floating city that they were creating in these cruise ships and they were the ones that were coming out with all these viruses. And so I just did a non-biased article, which I can share with you, you can read it. Yeah. I did this non-biased biased article and um, it was kind of freaky. Like even like my husband, he's really, he's like, like he's just the bloke, you know, like he's just like, <laughs> yeah. this is the facts, this is it, you know. And I even had him doing a bit of research because he's like, if I tell him to find something, he'll be able to find it because he's like so... Um, logical and, you know, he's just like what a man is. Um, And he found this article um, that was linking these, this communist party to the owners or there was some kind of link between the owners of the um, people that made the medallion that did 5G in the communist party in China. And it was messed up. And he found this article and I, I did a bit more research and anyway, came up with this thing and it was, overwhelming but I posted it right and I got completely utterly destroyed on social media like even by people that were alternative thinkers in the past we've really shared these you know awesome chats about different things they completely destroyed me and it was horrible like I was like I was really upset because I was like god I was sharing it totally you know usually I'm quite pushy with my opinion but I was sharing a non-biased Destroyed, destroyed in what way? It's like you're wrong? I was, or, well, I like, because it, Yeah, because you went at a, like a neutral point of view. Were they yelling at you for not being on their side? Or were they yelling um, at you for being on the other side? What was, like, what was the They the were yelling at me for even creating the correlation. Well, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, and it was like, Did it you hear was that horrible. So correlation I is not causation. Like, Did you hear that a lot? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that a lot. And it was just sort of like, I just like went into my little hole and I was like, okay, bye everyone. Like I was just like, shut shut the curtains and I didn't talk about 5G again. And then, um, it came up recently. I went to Perth and like, I live in the middle of the desert. It's like 3G there. If any reception at all sometimes. And, um, I went to Perth and I, so I do, I, I do do psychic readings for people alongside their astrology charts and I do healings and stuff online. And so 
Yeah. And I'm a, a big meditator, so I'll meditate for like hours a day. And I've got this sort of routine I go into and all the rest of it. Anyway, there's this kind of like it's as if I get into this kind of um, how do I put it? It's like I'm tuning into a channel when I'm meditating and I can kind of feel my body moving a little bit, kind of aligning to like a channel, right? Yeah. And and I, you know, I, I feel all good and lovely and I get messages and it's great. When I was in Perth, I had so much trouble connecting. I couldn't, I, it was like I had been blinded. I could no longer see kind of people's energy field. I couldn't kind of tune in with them. I was feeling very like I was walking blind. Like it was really, really strange. And I was like, oh, I must just hate the city. And it's just kind of, you know, I kept writing it off. Yeah. And then I went to this cafe and I start. I tried to do a, um, a reading like in the corner, which I can usually do if there's people around. I just kind of put a bubble up and I can just tune in and it's fine. And just nothing was coming. I felt completely disconnected. And then I was walking back to the hotel, which was in the middle of the city, and I saw this big – I was kind of thinking like, what is going on with me? Like this is so strange. And there was this big sign um, in the middle that was saying 5G rolling out now. And I was like, hmm. I was like, nah, nah, I don't want to get into that. Nah, mm, nah, yeah. it's not it. Kept going into the hotel, sat down. I was like, right, did another meditation. I was like, I need to do this reading because this woman had been waiting for like a week or something. And I was like, I need to do this reading. And usually it's so easy. It's just like I flick in. And I sat down, I tried again. And then my husband came in and he'd just gone to the gym or something. And he was like, oh, is it okay? I put the TV on. I'm like, yeah, I can't even do this reading. So do whatever. <laughs> just like on the couch. And I was like, what do, what do you reckon's happening? Like, I'm like, I literally can't tune in. He's like, I don't know. And as I, as he said, I don't know, or as I finished asking the question, this ad came on and I was like, you're fucking kidding me. Is that a 5G ad? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, what the F? I was like, this is too many coincidences going on. And I, I looked up, I was like, surely 5G is not rolled out yet. And I looked up the coverage and it was, smack bang exactly where we were we were like in the midst of it yeah and I was like right this is this is so like I was like this is so horrible like I need to get out of this space and the other thing was like which I didn't share I felt like my crown chakra which I'm really sensitive to energy now was like just it felt weird it was I can't even explain it it was like this like cog like trying to turn and it was it felt heavy it was the weirdest sensation anyway I was like right I need to get out of 5g and I knew my friend lived she lives in the country and I was like I'm gonna go see her and I went the next day and it was so weird because I'm super sensitive to energy now it's like you were I don't know the Pilbara's magic so I reckon being there is like changed me or something but I was driving and I like knew as soon as I'd moved out of 5g and I like got to her house looked up the 5g coverage and I was like sure enough she was in like 3g or something and I felt the relief yep and again I didn't look into it. I was just like, I'm happy. I'm just in that space. It's probably just a coincidence. Brada, brada, brada. Anyway, here I am in Wodonga. The same thing has happened. I couldn't connect, couldn't meditate, couldn't do any readings. I had this strange, cog, weird thing like on my, on my crown chakra. And I looked up and we're in 5G. I had no idea. And so I was like, right, this is so, so fucked up. I need to actually prove this. And I went for a drive. And as soon as I got to the outskirt, I knew, I felt it. I felt the lift out of my head. I felt completely connected again. I felt like I could see properly. I pulled over. Sure enough, I was in the outskirts of the 5G um, rollout. 
It was yep. so weird. But not only that, when I got back in, I don't know if you've heard of the Healy device, which is another ooby dooby quantum thing that's, you know, the some ooby, people are probably... Ooby dooby. Is that a te- yeah. term? Ooby dooby? Yeah. It's, yeah. Pro- it's probably one of those <laughs> things people would that's question. Anyway, yeah. I got my sister to run a frequency on me pretty much. And all of my chakra systems were high, like in the 90s, but my crown chakra was 50%. Yeah. And I was like, what there anyway that's all i kind of am at with it at the moment but i got in contact with this woman recently and she shared so much information with me about emf exposure and yeah how just, uh, it can affect our electromagnetic field and just read this uh the 5g appeal that you've posted on your um on your yeah Instagram so she sent me that yeah she sent me that so it's a heap of doctors and scientists that have created this appeal and you know, there's so much EMF protection stuff out there and I just never really got into it. And to be honest, I'm just starting this sort of journey into actually taking it seriously now. So, but that's my experience with it. So I guess like my thing, like uh, uh, once again, I, I don't understand very much on like a, a spiritual level. Like a, yeah. I, I guess I'm just like anybody else. I, I feel things and I, I try and rationalize by it, by attaching it to something. Mm. Uh, I think we've all done it. With, uh, you know, I remember being in high school uh, and it's like, oh, if, if this song comes on next, I'm going to ask this girl out or wh- whatever it may be. You know what I mean? And, and you, try and find, you try and find these patterns in life that are going to connect you to something and give you a bit of grounding. Um, so it's, I think it's like, especially just with this 5G thing, it's just, for me, I don't understand mm. what, like why... Like, like you said, you feel it on a spiritual level. Not everybody's going to. Um, mm, but, then, I think, but then people, yeah. once again, that, that fringe that I was talking about, like just explodes it up into this. Like I, I once again, only caught like a, a brief part of it. I don't look too much into it. Uh, when it did kick off and COVID kicked off and people made the correlation between the two and then they started going down that, once again, that rabbit hole of, they're going to start, you know, vaccinating us, and in the in the vaccinations, there's going to be chips, and it's all controlled by the five G towers. How do like, is that as far as you've gotten? If that doesn't make sense, um, like, yeah, are you, I, are you creating the links between the two? Look, or are I you actually looking I at it objectively. Of, yeah, I do a lot of belief work around stuff as well, so I am really conscious of the facts that we play out we you know we we have different stories about things we have different beliefs and then through life we have that filter and then we can then make those confirmations by what happens in our life so I'm very aware of that and have actually done a lot of work around um things like um fluoride and um toxins and um even I've even worked a little bit on beliefs around 5g and like even authority and control because I've had a lot of stuff with that like different beliefs and stories around that yeah so, and I've worked with like, um, you know, I've worked with quite a few people, like people that have held space for me in that as well. And it's, it, you know, it's been an interesting like journey for me because I've done so much work in that area because I really do believe we create our own reality and that we can create whatever we want in our life. It's just based off our belief as to whether we can do it or not. Yeah. And the thing that I keep coming back to is there's these certain things in the world and I'm, this comes back to the whole, is there absolute truth or relative truth? And this has been something that I've been playing with a lot because for me, I keep coming back to there's some things in life where 
it is I've I've seen it to be absolute truth like for instance you know it's like you can create you can change all your ideas around different things but at the end of the day this is poison and mm-hmm. if you drink it you will die yeah. or at the end of the day if you cut your throat and you leave yourself lying there you're probably going to die yeah, like there's kind of things that are absolute truth whether you believe it or not like for instance it's like mind over matter i really do believe that we have a very powerful mind but it's like are there some things in life that you just can't override it and so i've done a lot of stuff with that and 5g and toxins and things and all that kind of stuff really wanting to be in a space where it's not going to affect me because i don't want it to but it's like I didn't know about it when I went to Perth and I didn't know about it when I went to Wodonga and it still affected me without yeah. me even realising it. Yeah, and I, I'd really put it on the kind of back burner. I think that's So now fair. I'm like, yeah. So now I'm in this space where I'm like, okay, I need to look into this a little bit more, but I want to understand it rather than, um, you know, get carried away and get, you know, over, how would you put it, like dramatic about it. Yeah. actually understand what could potentially be happening and then, you know, go from there. Um, but when it comes to all of this kind of stuff with, like, the vaccinations and um, the correlation between 5G and the vaccinations, I don't know too much about it. I know a lot of people that do know a lot about that kind of stuff, like the correlation between the 5G and the ingredients. It's, like, called fluoro something in the vaccine. I can't really remember. Mm-hmm. There is – there has been, like um, – links drawn between the two mm-hmm. um for me i do believe that there probably will be a chip coming out i mean just being in victoria um whether that's related to 5g i don't know like i know that there's they're planning to have smart cities which will align well with us having chips which well, uh, chip, needs to uh, be supported by 5g yeah a chip to um, do what though like, what, are, what do you think the chip is for oh well just being in i don't know like you're in canberra still yeah yeah So being in Victoria, it has been hell. You have to check in everywhere you go. Like I haven't done it, but my family have. You have to check in everywhere you go with this QR code. You've got to have permits to go into different places if you live in the bubble. It's like, and the rules change constantly. So it's really, really confusing. And then not only that, you need to have your phone for certain things. And it's like this constant thing. And, you know, I've seen people so you, you, that actually you, do have chips to pay for stuff and to get through doorways in their offices yeah, of course, because I've seen it's easier too. for them. But, um, but do you see that as a, a control thing or do you see that as like a we're trying to regulate it? So like even with the COVID thing, uh, I understand mm-hmm. it. I have, a, I have a dad with lung cancer and I'm not going to take the risk. There's 0% chance. I don't let anybody into my house that's travelled. Um, I, I try. I avoid going to really openly public spaces. It's because it's, mm-hmm. it's a risk versus reward, right? Do you mm-hmm. think, like, in terms of this, it's like, it sucks, oh, being, locked, um, it sucks being locked down. Uh, do you think it's, it's more that, like, it's, it's not I, really a control thing. It's like uh, the government has... has, has all right, this, this pandemic has come out yes. of nowhere. We didn't have any control over it. Regardless of wherever mm. you think it came from, um, we had no control over it. Uh, and then yeah. we look to these government figures as like, once again, figureheads. These are, these are our parents. So we yeah. look to them for answers. They don't have answers. They're trying to give us answers as they go. And then yeah. people, once again, people are going, but you said this. And they're like, mm-hmm. because with the information we had at the time, this is yeah, what it suggested. Absolutely. So do do once again, do you see it as like a control um, thing? Like do you think it's 
I guess if I'm looking if I'm looking at it from a just uh, how would I put it like a objective point of view I really don't see it as a control thing I think it's just going to be the natural progression to where we're at right now permits are going to turn into codes in our phone that are going to turn into chips and it'll be a you know, it'll it'll turn into a thing where people will opt to have it because it yep. will be easier. But for, um, for what I purpose, though? A, what purpose? Sorry? What purpose? So I see it as that'll be the way for them to monitor where everyone is and to make sure things aren't happening and things like that. Do you think they, the don't problem, you think they do that already, though? Like, well, in terms of, like, just even, like, what kind of phone do you have? Do you have an iPhone? Yeah. But, you know, like, you know what like, I don't actually have my own I have, phone. I have this, this, this thing with, with every... What do you mean you don't have your own phone? You borrow a phone so every, use, every time you I go out. You're like, can I just phone. borrow your phone for a sec? I'm going like, to call home. <laughs> like, yeah, I have to go out into the suburbs to find a phone to use. No, is that it? No, no, no. Like, I have, I have a phone that's under someone else's name. And then I use that to hotspot my Maddie, actual phone. Maddie, that's called a burner yeah. phone. You're not, allowed mm-hmm. to have, you're not allowed to have burner phones. Okay, well, just don't tell anyone. This is actually on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> this is the you can't. Yeah, I get it, but but don't like. Do you understand that? Like, uh, we've already we've already we've already fallen into this trap of being tracked. Like, we're already there. It goes oh, well, totally. well, well beyond totally. chips and, and whatnot. Do you think that's just maybe a refined version? Is that what you're but saying? You they're, say- they're just. Rather than having a phone, once again, where you can leave it at home, they're just refining it down to, like, we're just going to put a chip in you so it's there permanently. Is that what you're saying? So, for instance, okay, so there's a, p- p- there's a possibility that when I go to the funeral to, for my granddad mm-hmm. that I won't be able to then get back into Victoria yep. to be with my nana to support her for a couple of months, right? Okay. Um, yeah. And if while things are the way they are, right, I could just leave my phone in New South Wales and swim across the river and be with my nana, which I'll do if that comes to it. If I had a chip in my arm, I couldn't do that. So it takes away the ability to be a human being, to have compassion, to make my own decisions for myself. To break the law. I don't, I think that there's, I think that we will progress to have chips. I think that it's absolutely something that's going to be happening. Yeah. Whether it's actually, you know, it depends top down what their purpose is for. And it also depends on, like for me it's like if you're looking at it it would be great you know it would be great to know where everyone is and what everyone's doing yep but the thing is it just leaves that gap for if if they are not making decisions that are the best for us and on top of that why should an authority make decisions that are for the best of us when we are making them for ourselves see that like i agree with that me i've 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 never been big on authority uh I didn't respect it when I was younger. I don't particularly respect it now. I, I do see the point of it, like the police. So when mm, I was younger, totally. I was like, ugh, for cops. There's nothing wrong with the police. They're just they're doing a job that is they're creating a barrier of safety for us. Yeah. Uh, once again, you have, to, you have to factor in not the, the general public. You have to factor in the worst of us. It's, this is why we have speed limits, right? Yeah, totally. Most people can drive a car at 120 and it'd be fine. 130, it's perfectly safe. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. factor in for that one person who can't, and that's that's just the the way of society. Like that's yeah. how we have to work. We have to work off our weakest link. So once again, it's like you going. Um, Can I just say something? Yeah, that doesn't have to be the way society runs. Uh, but it is like once again, it's it, 
It has to. It works. It works for how it is currently structured. Yes, I but, agree with that. But even with this chip, once again, you, you, we look at it from a privileged point of view, like an ultra privileged point of view, where we do have the freedom to travel. Not a, not a lot of people have access to travel, um, mm. in terms of whether it be financial or, or whatever it may be. Um, but then it's what, like, so we're looking at it from an ultra privileged point of view, where we go like our. What we're used to, what we're accustomed to is now taken from us because we're not allowed to do it. But then mm-hmm. if we do apply it to that 1%, that shitty 1% murderers, mm-hmm. rapists, and they're out mm-hmm. there and you can't stop them from being out there, mm-hmm. do you feel better with them in the chip in them? Like how, would you, how do you regulate who gets a chip and who doesn't? Uh, especially from like, like the government's point of view, they have to blanket everybody into that 1%. Yeah, I guess it's. I, I guess I'm probably not the best person to have a chat to about this because. Oh no! I just, I just want your opinion. Like, I know that's all like, this is. It's just opinion. Like, no, I mate. mean, I, I don't know if I can have an opinion on it because the whole society structure I don't believe in. Yeah. So it's it, sort of like, it's sort of like hard for me to say who should have the chip because I'm like the whole system. I don't see as. I see it completely broken, and it's been broken for hundreds of years. Yeah. So I'm like. Yeah, I could. I mean, I could put myself in a position where I could answer who could have the chip and who would wouldn't, seeing that the Let's system, pretending the system's great, who but I just don't chip? believe in it. Who do you think should have the chip? Like, if, do you want me to put pretend the system's good and then ask and then yeah. answer the question? Well, let's get this. It's it's such an open forum. Like, it's not a like you can't say what you don't like. The the reason why I created this podcast is for for situations like this. I think we have mm-hmm. to have a better open forum of, of what people Yeah, I think. love it. And also I wanted to and say, like, I'm so glad you're doing this. When I yeah. saw you doing the podcast, I was like, this is so Josh. Yeah, I was like, Thank why you. hasn't he done this 10 years ago? Yeah, I don't know. It, well, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe that once again, it's like, how, how do you look at anyway. the, the ebbs and flow of the world and go like, maybe, you know, everything that we went through last year contributed to me doing this. But yeah. <laughs> I created it so people can have a forum. People should have a platform to speak and whether people want to believe it or not, that's up to them. They can, they can fuck off. I don't want to have a debate. I don't want to have an interview. I just want an open forum where you can go, this is who I think should have the chip. Me, people who this rape. This is who I think should have the chip. People this who, is your whole podcast. Who should have the chip? People who rape. Like convicted rapists, chip them. Pedophiles. No, no. I chip. think the chip is. I think the chip is coming forward for COVID, not so much rapists and murderers. Yeah, but I, but once again, it's like, do you not see how we kind of have to play into that one percent a little bit? Like, so we're playing. How like a rapist so isn't a rapist 1%. until he rapes, though, right? But Josh, I'm the one percent in this. I'm the one that doesn't that hasn't been following these rules. Like, I'm the one percent. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like me. And my intention behind decisions I've made has been for my family and my friends. And that's fantastic. And they've been heart centered. But so I'm the one percent right now, not murderers and rapists. Yeah, but do but once again, do you understand why? It's like the government has this, this limited information and they've just applied a blanket rule. Right? We have more cases here, they get stricter stricter things. So we're gonna have to implement things to to mitigate those, you know. There's mm. changes in the in, in what's happening there. So like you being in a one percent isn't isn't you being a one percenter. It's just it happens chance that you were in a particular location at the time, right? Mm. Like so, yeah. say, say if you were still in Canberra, right? We don't have to worry about most of the things that we've discussed. Would you still think and feel the same if it wasn't applied to you? 
And once again, that, that application only applies by happens chance because you you've seen it, you were there. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, yeah. Um, well, COVID didn't really wasn't in my reality actually until I came here because I was in WA, so yeah. it was like nothing existed. Um, yeah, I don't know. Again, it's 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 hard to have an opinion again because I also don't believe in how we're um, um, how we're going about all of this either. I, I couldn't agree more. Once again, the, the same conversation I have having with my friend yesterday, the, the system that we have is broken. Um, and it's been, once again, you said it's been broken for a while. We've, we've, now, we've now got ourselves in a position, especially in Australia and America and whatever, and you're seeing it. It's like we're voting for people we like, we hate less. You know, we've mm. created this system where it's a two-party yeah. system and it's like, well, this guy's a dickhead and this guy's a dickhead. Just whoever you think's less of a dickhead, vote for Yep. Um, so I agree with you, but it's once again, we need open forums. We need we need clearer lines of conversation between people like you and people like from from. I hate to call it sides, but the other side, and then you need somebody to to be in the center of it, sort of uh, steering the conversation. But yeah, totally, I agree. I think it's fantastic. I um I I don't you know that I guess this is why. I mean, your podcast is awesome because I really believe, like, I don't have the answers and I don't believe any one person has the answers. I believe that it will be a collaborative thing where we come up with a solution um, and I don't see it as a... I really don't believe that the solution is going to come from the top either. I really like I it's going to... I, I also very yeah. much agree on that, yeah. I feel like it's the entrepreneurs, it's the businesses and it's collaboration from the top, from grassroots that are going to make actual change. Um, and that's my opinion around most things, you know, um, the environment and, and sustainability and things like that. And the reason why I say that is because those those that are in authority and those at the top and those pulling the strings, they haven't proven themselves to be um, people that are really making decisions for us and from their heart and yeah, for definitely. the environment and for people. And so to have them making the calls and making the decisions, like, for me, I don't think it puts us in a really good place because we've, you know, we've already seen how, you know, how much corruption that there is in the world. You yeah. know, I worked in property development and you'd be amazed no, at how much corruption I saw just on a local scale. Like, yeah. Sorry, I almost knocked my table over. Uh, Jesus. That's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, like, like I said, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. In that sense, it's, it's not going to come from, from people who have these restrictions of being a politician. Once again, we, we, we hold these people to, to such high regard. We, one, we forget they're humans. Uh, and be, being human makes you emotional, makes you corruptible. It makes you mm. all of these things that, once again, once, once we start picking these two-party systems and we, we elect somebody to put in there, we, we completely blow that out. Mm. It's not going to come from it. I think COVID, um, as bad as it is, and regardless of which side you stand on, like I said, I, I only stand on it from an emotional level, like on the, on the side yeah. that I'm on. Um, because if, if I take the risk and it backfires, it, it costs me dearly. You know what I mean? So the risk mm-hmm. versus reward is, is too great for me to, to even question it. It's just easier for me to go, I'm just going to stay inside. I'm just yeah. going to avoid these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, I get that, but it, it has opened us up to like, we need to come up with better solutions for things. Uh, the people who are providing these solutions aren't providing the solutions that are the best for everybody, like you said. And then I mm. think these people who are un- 
unbound by uh, political structures that they'll come through and they'll shine through and they'll go, well, let's give this a go, you know? So yeah. I, I agree with you in that sense. Mm. Um, sorry, you go. Yeah, I was just going to say, because I've, you know, I've seen um, when I was um, working in property development, I worked really closely with a lot of counsellors and there was an amazing man that was going to, that was stepping forward. And I think he's gone, I think he's gone on and I, he, he wasn't elected, but he is in a political party. And, um, you know, I watched him go through that. And um, even people that really have heart and want the best going through the system, it just doesn't work. The system, the system's broken. Like it's not the people. Yeah. So even if you know, I saw him in um in meetings, and and I knew what he was all about, what he wanted to bring forward into Wagga, where I was, um, and all the different things that he was he was planning, and you know, so much heart. This man was, I mean, he is. He's still still with, yeah, he's still, still, with us. still with us. Amazing. Yeah. Like him. incredible guy, family yeah. guy, heart of gold, so honest, so loving, like just incredible, like top bloke, right? Yep. And he went through the system like all councillors do and, you know, they would have meetings before the public meetings and yep. in the meetings it's like it's all this, they're all old men with their money in different yep. eyes Yeah. and he stands up and he's, you know, he, he had chats with me because I also, like, I was actually part of his, <laughs> I like, yeah, anyway, that's another story. But anyway, um, I... Uh, you know, I, we had some chats and he shared with, with me, like, you know, I stood up and I, I put this forward, but I don't know the books. I don't know the um, what's been done before. And so the older guys would just say, oh, no, this is, you know, read section, blah, 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 and do this and do that. And there was yep. no room for change or innovation because they were just like stuck in their way and that was majority of the circle of the counsellors. Right. And so even though he had so much that he was going to give Wagga, he couldn't do it because he was stuck and majority rules. And so even him with heart, he couldn't go through the system and make a change. So the system completely, we've just, we have to write it off. Like it's only through business, entrepreneurs and people coming together that it's actually going to make a change. Like that's actually the only way. Yeah, like once again, it can't be through the normal system. I agree with you that the system is, is, there's something wrong with it. There's something really like, I've had a conversation, like a couple of conversations with like, uh, uh, I'm very, once again, in in terms of psychology, they're starting to bring these things out like, uh, um, like marijuana, uh, mushrooms, like psilocybin, um, MDMA, and things like this to treat minor, you know, like uh, anxieties, depressions, things like this. And, once again, it's that, that old value where they're like, well, but back when I was a kid, that was a bad drug and we can't do anything with it. Now, I understand the system, like, the system is really fucking broken. Because mm. it's, why... it's been working for so many people. Do you, know what do you know why it continues on, though? It's because what they do is, and like, you can see this, and it's abundantly clear in America. When they start to, to come up with new ideas, what the other side, what, what they'll do is they'll go, well, they'll, they'll, they'll flip it on its head and then sell it to the other people. You know yeah. what I mean? And they'll demonize it and they'll go, this is horrible, you can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll go, well, yeah, no, I kind of believe that. And then they'll, they'll get the, the two sides who have these new ideas to fight. Yeah. And that streamlines the people, these old dudes who would just have this absolute control over fucking everything we do. Like I said, that's, I have a problem with authority. I reckon it's wrong. Uh, I've seen the worst of it. Uh, in terms of how they treat 
you know, name it, low economic people, uh, people of colour, you know, people who are kind of different, people from not from this country. Like, it's once again, the system is broken throughout. But until we come up with a better one and one that we can all kind of go, like, we all agree. There is a better so, one. There is a better system. But for who? It was given to the original people, but we can't get there until people reconnect with their heart and reconnect with what matters. But it's there. But that's a hard sell to everybody, right? Like, how do you go, everybody reconnect, oh, reconnect be, to your heart? Be, yeah, it'll be hundreds of years before it, like, you know, but we will get there. I see it. I see it happening. And, I, you know, I see so many people around me really waking up to what really matters and, and they're no longer going, like you, you know, you're no longer chasing the dollar, but you're actually doing stuff that's meaningful and you're having an impact and you're leaving a legacy. And people get that now and they realise, you know, we're not just here to fuck around and what my friend says, fuck spiders. Like, you know, oh, yeah, you're here to spiders. make an impact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you're here to make an impact and you, you're, you're here to actually have meaning. You know, your life is meaning. It's, it's a big deal that you're on the planet, right? And that, yeah. and that you've been given birth to. Like, it's not just here to yeah, accumulate things yeah. and die. And I reckon there's going to be this whole evolution of people really waking up to that. And when they do, they reconnect with their heart. And they have a, um, a high perspective on things. And when people are in that place, the system that we're currently in doesn't work anymore because we no longer have to be controlled and parented like children because we have our own sovereignty and responsibility for who we are and we have a higher moral compass yeah. rather than kind of being dictated to. So I think in hundreds of years, you know, it'll be like multiple lifetimes, you know, will yeah. experience it. Um, it won't be now, but I, I think that we're definitely like the crumbling is happening now, you know, that that's, I don't see, I really don't see it happening on a, on a macro scale. Um, but you know, communities could start to make this happen. And, you know, I see it. I, I know someone that grew up in a commune, um, which is probably, again, that, that kind of structure is a bit broken, but it works. Um, and so I could see like maybe micro communities working in that way, but I can't see it happening. For the, a while. Uh, the micro community will always work. Like we we can't wash away our tribalistic nature. It, it is what yeah. it is. Once again, totally. And, and these yeah. these tribes only consist of very small groups of people. Yeah, they um, say 150 is the like optimum number. Okay? Yeah, that's right. But it's like how that's how are you going to break Sydney up into 150 people per whatever area that that may consume? Because then beyond well, when that, they go through evolution. But once it, well, the only way it's going to happen is if you flatten Sydney and start again. Um, I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> but then you have to take out every other major city, London, you know, LA, like yeah. all these Tokyo, like things like that. You have to flatten it all and then start again, which is once again, it's just not going to happen. I don't um, think you need to do that. It's just adjusting to the systems that we create and then just not playing into it. There's we, we always we complain about the system. Once again, whether we want to admit it or not, as humans we've all played into the same system uh, that we hate. We've we've created it through once again consumerism, these beliefs that we want to hang on to, these social structures that we want to be a part of. Once again, we, we as humans, we all base ourselves on social currency and that social currency, depending on where you're from, mm -hmm. um, like Sydney, it's once again, it's, it's monetary. Like the more money you have, the more social status you have and yada, yada, yada. Um, and we all play into it, whether we want to or not. So changing these systems is, uh, it's not just changing 
these people that we think like politicians that control the country it's we have to like systemically change fucking everything we have to get rid of yeah the the value of money is fucking preposterous buying a mm-hmm. house now is you know a million dollars and like i remember growing up if you had a million dollars you're the richest person in the world now a million dollars isn't shit it's a million dollars yeah. gets you a place with a roof yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? I've seen some million dollar properties in Sydney and they're, they're fuck it, they're shanties. They're that little shacks. Mm. Those are the things we have to fucking change to create change. But once again, it's we're always going to play into it. And I think the people who do control this shit know that. Mm. And they know we're going to want to um, buy the new iPhone and they know we're going to go want to do this and they yeah. know this. And, and, but even on the other side, and you look at consumerism as a thing, you look at the other side where it's like people are objecting to everything. There's going to be one guy in there who goes, I can make some money off this. I mm. can go, I can turn this on its head and be like, we're not these fucking, you know, these high up mighty lawyers, doctors and all this. And they want all this. Like I want to keep things natural and positive. And there's people cashing in on that too, because they know they can. Oh uh, yeah. The spiritual materialism is crazy. I mean, it's, um, for me like I had a massive kind of mind crack actually and it was funnily enough it was after I'd been earning the most I'd ever earned in my life so I was working in the mines up in the Pilbara which is where I moved fuckload of money and I um you know I was still doing my healings and readings and stuff on the side and something just cracked and I tell you what, I was ready to actually leave and find a community, whether it was a traditional community or I know a few up north, where they were living just completely off the land. I was very ready to walk away from from society and from the system. And to be honest, I'm still ready to do that. But the reason why I chose to stay was because I wanted to be with my family and friends and I felt like I was going to have more of an impact by sharing what I believe in than going and hiding and doing what I want. Yeah. and it was, and I'm being quite honest when I say that, like I was, I looked around my house and I was appalled at the amount of stuff I had. I was oh, yeah. appalled that we had clothes that, you know, multiple clothes. I wore different clothes every day. Like I, now I have like, you know, a few items and I just get rid of shit like all yeah. the time, every time I don't use this. And it was a massive eye opening moment. And I, and I was actually disgusted that for so long of like disgusted with myself for so long in my life, you know, I hadn't, you know, I hadn't gone and, and spent weeks, you know, like just being with people that, you know, that were on the street and were homeless. And I found it amazing. I had savings account, like savings in my account and I hadn't given it away. Like that was where my head was. I was like, I was actually appalled that that was how I was living my life. Yeah. And I had to have a really like honest, open chat with my husband because he obviously met me when I was like, you know, fully independent, um, you know, work, like I was working as I'd just been offered operations manager of property development. I had two homes. I was like living it up, you know, like I was, that was my life. I was like the gym drinking workaholic woman. And um, I've completely changed since then. And I had to have a really honest chat with him. Be like, this is where I'm at. These are my values now. These like... I can't see life like that anymore. And I'm like, you know, I really, this is, this is how I'm, this is where I'm being pulled. This is where I'm feeling. I, you know, I want to do, you know, I want how I want to live my life. And, you know, it was like this chat where I was like, I don't know whether 
I can stay in this matrix anymore. And so we had to have this really open conversation and it got to the point where it was like, um, it's my now. I got to the the point where it was like, you know, I had, I had to make a decision and, and I, and I, you know, I thought maybe the decision walking away from it all was not where I was needed in this world, in this life. Cause I know that I'm a, I'm someone that speaks out when people don't have the balls to, you know, I have a lot of people that message me their opinion, but never actually share it publicly, but I have the balls to do that. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to, be here and share like like this conversation and share my opinion on things that I know isn't the norm isn't the majority um because I see a different way and I I feel like I had more of an impact doing that and obviously wanted to be with him and my family and friends and you know but I still to this day like I think about that and I choose to be in the system because I want to make an impact and it's the only way that I can access people. But that's right. You have to, you have to play the game in, in some sense, like you said. It's, in some it's, sense, yeah. It's, it's easy to pack up and run. Like anybody, totally. Anybody can pack totally. up and run. I think about but, it all the time though. <laughs> but yeah, don't we all? Isn't it always like, uh, I don't know, like we've, um, me and my partner have done a fair bit of traveling. It's always, it always. And it's comes- amazing, right? It's amazing when it's, you're camping it's and so good. Uh, it's like that's seeing, how life is supposed to be. Seeing how other people live really changes your yeah. perspective on the world. Like uh, I have a, a greater appreciation for Australia now because I've seen the other side of it. Not not yeah. to the not to the greatest extent. Like I haven't seen once again the TV top, and I haven't seen the lowest bottom. But I've seen close enough to the bottom where I go, like we're fucking yeah. fine here. Like we're we're really okay. But once again, you you have to be a part of that system to be to be able to experience that. You have to make money. Mm. I will I will just say though, white people are okay in the Pilbara. You'll see a different world. Yeah, I've. Uh, but once again, it's that's that's here. It's located here. I've seen. Mm-hmm. Once again, you go to America. America's fucking horrendous. Yeah. Um, mm. In the same sense that they've the way the fucking the poverty is is everywhere over there it's it's mm. homelessness is everywhere and it's not just a couple of homeless people like we see here uh and, th- and this is not to deflect that once again we, we we have these issues everywhere because as as we start to grow these communities like we we're saying uh the top get higher and the, the bottom get lower um and it, it, once again that's where the system is broken but yeah. it's fucking everywhere yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But then again, I, I come from this mindset as well. We were always meant to experience this and we were always meant to have the experience of living in cities and to see how that kind of um, worked in a sense. Like I yeah. really think big picture and our evolution as humanity and I really see the progression that we had was necessary. If we had have stayed the way that we were living, there would have been no growth or evolution in any sense and we wouldn't be where we are now. And so it's like at, at, while I hate it all, I'm like I can also see why we needed to go along that journey too. Well, well all right, there's, a, there's a fantastic book. What, uh, it's called Sapiens. Uh, who does it? It's Noah. Uh, I don't know what it's called. Anyway, so he, he essentially uh, says anything before the agricultural era, uh, we were – the peak of humanity in terms of happiness and totally most sophisticated. Um, but what we do is we create things out of our own laziness. Uh, yeah. You know, we, the, the, the whole email thing was created exactly. out of laziness because we don't want to have to send something and wait for it. And we want shit now. Like it's human nature. So 
this evolution is it's 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 not gonna stop. It's us adapting to it. Like it's it's us going like we need to stop putting so much um, like emotional emphasis on these on these things that don't matter. Um, these yeah. small tribe things work because um, there's there's nothing emotional to attach uh, to attach yourself to other than the things that are around you. That's why it works. Yeah. This is why these these small communities work because your neighbor's your neighbor. They have similar shit that you do. They have similar interests you do. You have similar beliefs because you're all in a community and you can steer towards the same direction. But whereas like in big cities, they don't have it because your emotional attachment to things is so fucking skewed because mm. every day you're seeing something different. Every day you see, you know, somebody with something you don't have and you're like, I fucking want that. And you're like, how do I get that? I need to do this. And then you see something else and you're like, well, maybe I need to change my view on it now. I need to go get mm. this. Um, so yeah, once, once I, again, um, unless we flatten it all and start again, uh, we need yeah. to adapt. We need to ad adapt emotionally to these things that we're creating. I think it's, I don't think it's so much emotionally. Um, I, I know this amazing um, man, he's Indigenous. If you ever want to um, have him on your channel, I reckon he'd be awesome. His name's Clint Walker and he always says to me, convenience is king. And yeah. um, I really 100%. believe that that is exactly what 100%. it's like in this That's what system. It is. Yeah. And I believe that, I, we've reached a point now in humanity where we can continue progressing and evolving in the material or we can choose to progress and evolve in the non-material. So in our spiritual evolution, in our psychology, in our, you know, with the brain and the way that we think about things and that the, the non-material world we can now progress and evolve in. I believe that's the decision that we're at now. Um, yeah. I can see the dark timeline of where we could potentially be going, but I would love to see more people choose that non-material timeline. That would be great. <laughs> Do you think uh, like spirit, it's the, the whole spiritual side of things can grow in a major city though? Like, Do you think that's, that's a plausible thing to interject into something that's already like – You've you've been well, you've you've experienced Melbourne. I've experienced Sydney. Where it yeah, is, but it I is I think when I say that, I mean like the people in Melbourne would have awakenings around what truly matters. Yeah, Melbourne, and, Melbourne's and a little bit more switched on than Sydney. <laughs> Sorry, and Melbourne's a little bit more switched on than Sydney in terms of yeah. uh, they can take a step back and go, all right, well, there's certain yeah. things we need to change. Where Sydney's a, a different ship that that thing's already sailed, yeah. and you're not getting that back. Like it's it is what it yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, they're so wrapped up in the system. Like, you know, I say to anyone, like, for me, it's been insane living in the desert. Like, I was already an alternative thinker, but, like, you just become so reliant and you see things in such a new way. Like, we, you know, when everything was happening, everyone was going crazy around, like, the virus and stuff with all, like, stocking up on everything. Like, we yeah. could literally be in the desert for, like, months and survive because yeah. we've become, it's like, it's rough living. Like, you become pretty tough. And you become, um, de uh, how would you put it? You like become decolonized. I love that word. You become decolonized to like, you know, it's like the city's weird. Like now I look at the city and people in the city and I find them weird Yeah, as it's hell. bizarre, right? It's, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But like you said, I think it's, we're steering towards it. Um, so what do you think will change first? Do you think it'll be cities um, or do you think it'll be these small sects of of community-based towns like what once again like you know i, like, I think sorry. well like oh yeah i sorry i just like i'm like no, go go get it out. um i you know i've seen so many 
people over the last little while, especially since this virus, which has been a positive thing, I really believe, for everyone, um, it's it's really had this um, effect on people where they've had time at home and yeah. they've looked at the jobs that they've had and they've started to have these, like, moments of, you know, epiphanies and realisations and they've really changed a lot of things. And I even know um, someone that came over, um, like, just to offer some sympathy to my nana yesterday um, he was talking and he's friends with my uncle um, who lives in Sydney yeah. and they, that whole group of them like are very hard workers and they've always been, you know, um, after, you know, going for the money and buying yeah. big houses and all of that kind of thing. And we had like a really, like a chat like this about how he's really woken up to what is really important in his life and he's making changes now to align with that. Yeah. And I think that more people are going to start doing that and whether it's, you know, I think people are going to maybe just have those realisations and there's going to be these communities that they go to or that they see and they want to be a part of them. I, You know, I'm a part of these communities. In Where I live in the Pilbara, like, we drop over fruit and veg to each other all the time. Like, we help each other out. People borrow our lawnmower. Um, I help. I'm volunteering all the time in different, in different like, the community garden, um, swim coaching, yeah. running the pub. Like, there's all this kind of stuff that we all volunteer in. Like, there's the, the town doesn't run without volunteers. Like, it's this small 600-person 600, 600 town. Yeah. So I'm part of these communities. They exist. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and they're in the rural areas. And I think... You know, I think things like this virus and, and, and different world events and, and everything that's coming from here is just going to crumble people's minds and they're going to be like, well, what am I here for? You know, it's either going to make or break them. And I think that this will continue to happen and people will start to seek out those things that really are meaningful to them. And, you know, I look at like the rent, the rental um, market a lot. And in regional areas, like you can't find rentals anymore. Like okay. it's. People want to get out of the city. These, this awakening's already happened. Like they already realize what's important. Yeah, but so, so what, but what happens then? What happens then is like they 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 become gentrified. Like look at Wagga for instance. Wagga was a they become what orange. They, become what? they just become gentrified. They they just they become these cities and and whoever moves there first, they 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 everybody flocks to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I grew up. Uh, I didn't grow up. Sorry. Um, my dad's parents are from Braidwood, for instance, right? So mm -hmm. Braidwood has gone through a dramatic change. Yeah, it has. Bungendal, dramatic change for the yeah. same purposes. And then what they do is they become a Wagga, where Wagga now is, is becoming huge. It's becoming a small city rather than a town. And then the yeah. Wagga becomes a Canberra, which is now a city. Uh, and then, you know what I mean? It's with the, yeah. with the growth of population, it's always going to change. Once again, it's I, th I think... What these towns have now, yeah. keeping this community-based mm. thing needs to be implemented from the start. All right, so mm. we've got 600 people. Cool. We know we're going to grow. Cool. But then that's the top-down top approach again, which I don't believe works. But it, but it has to be a bottom. You can't have a, like, a community-based. No, but if you're setting up the community from the top, like you're like, this is the community. Like but the, uh, so, what I mean by mm. that, it's 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 not them going. All right, we need to do this. It's it's the top. Mm. Once again, the top in the in a small town isn't very far from the bottom. The gap is is, is incredibly small. Whereas once again, you go mm. from the bottom of Sydney to the top of Sydney, and there is a monstrous gap. 
Yeah. Yep, you know what yep. I mean? So yep. the people at the bottom of these small towns still have a monstrous part to say, but the people at the top can make it happen. They have these meetings. You know, you've, everyone's been to a town meeting before and there's always a top. Yep. We, we work on a structure that there needs to be a top. Mm. Look at your workplaces. Look at, you know. Oh, no, there definitely school. needs to be a top. No, I'm, more, I'm yeah. more thinking like when you're thinking about population, all this kind of stuff. Like I truly do believe people have to have that, you know, that I call it awakening because that's what it really feels like. You're kind of waking up to what's true. Yep. It's a, it's like that awakening to what is what is like their higher meaning and, and having a connection to that's something right. more than their, you know, their, their fucking Mazda. Or that's something. right. But that, that's exactly what I'm saying. So there's a place yeah. called Googong in Canberra now. Um, yeah, I know Googong. We Googong. used to research that for our property development. You should look up Serenby. Look up Serenby. I'll look up Serenby once we're done. But Googong, every time I go out there, so I do a lot of deliveries out there. I like, have my own business and I, I deliver stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Very community-based, regardless of the amount of money that's there. Obviously, they're, they're, they're from a similar pay bracket. They have to be. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the houses, they have a market and you have to – to, to fit within that market to become a part of that community, but they are incredibly community-based. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- once again, this is something that's been implemented from the top. Yeah. You know what that's I mean? That's true, because I, I was, yeah, no, I get that, because I was actually uh, and part that's of the property mean. development, and yeah. we did set up, yeah, we did set up the community, um, so, because when we went, like, out, we actually studied Google and how they were doing things, and Serenby particularly, and um, we created an incredible community. I, so Brunsley Park is, is what it's what, what the estate's called. Yeah. And what we would do would we would organise events and people would meet everyone in there. Um, when they bought their block of land, everyone would meet everyone and have a settlement party yeah. and then they'd have events and things. And we did organise that. However, we've, you know, both the um, director and myself have stepped out of that company and then got sold off. Yeah. And that community has sustained itself. Like they still have street parties. They still all help each other out. They've got a community page. I saw an 18-year-old post the other day, hey, just letting my neighbours know that I'm having a party on the weekend. There might be a bit of noise. Like this kind of stuff is like the usual and people buy there to be a part of that community. So it's like I get that. It was it was it was organized in a sense. So yeah, that's an interesting. So maybe this will be but the, it's sustained. This mm. social change that we'll need. People will start. But to then is that. it? But then is it the people that want to be part of that community that are creating the community? No, people want a sense of community. There's 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 no human alive that doesn't want to feel like they're accepted into some part. It's mm. it's it's fucking ingrained in us. It's genetic and it's something we cannot change. You you meet humans every day who yeah. go, I don't need anybody. And then you, you unpack it a little more. Why don't you need anybody? Well, my girlfriend just broke up with me. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, you, it's not that you don't need yeah, anybody. It's, it's just you, you're going yeah. to this thing now and you've, you're you trying to heal from it. So you put your guard yeah. up. Yeah. No, what I mean is like, we like for it. instance, the, they're actively like choosing a community where they can be active in. I yeah. don't know that many people that would do that. So it could still be a bottom up. But, but like, once again, activity in a community, isn't that only based off of, of participation? And once again, if you see other people doing it, you do it. But the reason why people don't participate in, in big cities mm. is because, one, it's, it's overcrowded and it's too full and it's too hard yeah. to get your point across. But if, yeah. you, if you interject, once again, these Facebook groups that these communities create, if you create that from the start, mm. 
these things will start to grow and they'll start to flourish because it's a better way of doing it rather than just yeah. being like you guys are all on your fucking own you pay your tax you go to your mm. job don't fucking bother us unless you need us and that's a this once again that's a system that we've created already whereas like these small towns Gugong's mm. huge. Like Gugong is, it's it's big yeah, it's and big it's fast. growing, and, it, cool. and they, they will continue to carry it on regardless of because they've all got a similar mindset. Like you said, these people are yeah. moving there for that point, mm. but there has to be a point where people go, "Well, I don't have the option to move there." Once again, it's to buy a house in Gugong. It's a million bucks, or I can create a similar thing in my my block in my my apartment block. I can have events mm. and I can create the sense of community there. Mm. Do you think it'll be that way? I, to me personally, I think it, it'll grow the other way. Once again, as more people start to leave the city to find these community groups, I think the people mm. who don't have access to that will start trying to, to implement it in their own space. Yeah. I think like for me, community is such a big thing in the desert because we rely on one another yeah, to survive. Right. Whereas in a city, you've got everything you need. So, no, but do they? It's like they have any. Uh, oh, they have yeah, things yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah. in a materialistic sense. They do. They definitely do. If yeah, you want to eat, you can go your... eat. If you need to get somewhere, you can get somewhere. If you need this, like in, in terms yeah. of like physically atta- obtaining stuff. Oh, like, oh, yeah. Sorry, I don't of, mean like yeah, the big um, thing about emotionally commu- and and all of that. That's obviously where they, you know, they would be seeking things and they'd be yeah. feeling not fulfilled. But what I mean is like in it, you know. In the desert, if we didn't have, you know, like I know every single person on my street, Um, you know, I know who to go to if I need like sandbags, if there's a cyclone coming or, you know, if anyone has like extra food, I know who to call, like it's, or not even call, just go to their house. Like we rely on each other for um, our basic survival needs, I guess you could say. Um, And in the city, I guess if we're, looking at the way it's set up, there's so much convenience. And even in the sense for people that don't have their own homes, you know, they are in the city and they're able to, um, you know, get given food from different people and there's different shelters yeah. as opposed to people that are homeless in the in the Pilbara, they have to rely on people. Like they've got to be a part of some kind of community or tribe. You cannot be homeless in the Pilbara unless you are a part of an Indigenous tribe or like you would die. Like you actually would die. So it just Whereas comes down to survival. Die then, in the right? city. Is where it's like I think well then that that's more of a I think about surviving. It's like you know, you, you need these people to survive. Do you think if they didn't have that need to survive, they would uh like it'd just turn into a city? You know what I mean? Like they they just start to become um city orientated do you mean yeah you know what i mean where it's like they're not relying on anybody because they know everything is at their disposal Mm. yeah i think if they've got if people have everything that they need i think the way things are with how much you know how much consumerism there is like people will work and there's like no time for community and if it's not necessary i don't really feel like people have the time and space to reach for it um but yeah, I do love this chat. It's making me think a lot. It's making um, me think a lot. Um, we're at a, an hour fifteen, and I have to. Cap, oh, we're doing great. I have to cap these at about an hour fifteen. Oh yeah, <laughs> an hour fifteen exactly. Like yeah, I actually do. So the the way the podcast is spread around, it's like you have to pay, and you pay by the hour. And oh right, gotcha. And I, have, I have like a monthly allowance, uh, I guess. This is fantastic. Oh, yeah. I want to get you back on. Uh, yes, please do. And, and I, I think we should come up with some. Uh, I'll come up with some pre notes beforehand because this was fantastic. 
totally. Um, I'll message you. I'll let you know. But this is fantastic. Yeah. Maddie, thank you so much. Is there anything you want to... Thank you. No, I'm just really, I'm honestly so glad that you're doing this. I think this is so your thing. And yeah. um, I'm very honored that you asked me to come on. I've had right. a, I've loved it. Fantastic. All right. Well, um, like I said, I'll be in touch. Um, and let's do this again. I reckon this is, this is great. Sounds great. We'll have right. a series. Oh, I can't wait. The Josh and Maddie series. Everybody <laughs> Coming will love up with it. the solutions to the yeah, world. Yeah, that's right. We'll solve all the world's problems. Everybody can <laughs> just come here. And they'll be like, fuck these two, get it. <laughs> let's let them run the world. Um, all right. Well, um, I'll be in touch 100%, awesome. but thank you so much again. Thank you. All right. See you, Maddie. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. 